0: Hi guys, it's Friday, April 28th. I am your host, Sarah Becker of Becker Talks Money. Let's get into it. The first person I want to talk about today is someone that um, I have been told I look like, for better or worse, and that is Elizabeth Holmes. Elizabeth Holmes of Theranos fame was scheduled to start her 11-year prison sentence in Bryan, Texas, yesterday, April 27th, but she found a way to stall. As a reminder, at the height of her renown, Elizabeth Holmes was named by Forbes in 2015 the youngest and wealthiest self-made female billionaire based on the valuation of her company Theranos, which was $9 billion dollars. However, not long after that, the entire company was found to be a fraud and Holmes has been under investigation for about eight years since. And most recently, she was convicted of defrauding investors. In November of 2022, she was sentenced to a little over 11 years in prison and she has been appealing ever since in any way she can. Claiming she wasn't given a fair trial, claiming errors in evidence and trying to gain sympathy by submitting to the judge dozens of photos of her and her two young children. The youngest was born just two and a half months ago. Now, the judge denied all those things, ordered her to surrender by yesterday to a minimum security prison called Federal Prison Camp in Bryan, Texas. And from what I've read, it really is like a camp, like it's as good as it gets, while of course, you know, still being prison. Holmes is now partnered with Billy Evans, the multimillionaire heir of a hotel group, and during her trial, they stayed in a $125 million compound, despite the fact that Elizabeth's personal net worth is zero. She was able to stall the beginning of her prison sentence by filing an appeal with the U.S. Court of Appeals last minute on Wednesday, challenging her denial of bail as she is appealing her conviction. I just said appeal a lot, so let me explain that again. Basically, she has appealed her conviction. She's asked that she was able to stand on bail until that appeal is either denied or, you know, accepted. But the judge in this case is like, look, we know your appeal is not going to be accepted. Like if it is, your sentence could be lessened, but it's not going to go away. So you need to go ahead and get started on this. Okay. So she is literally appealing the appeal. When this was filed, it automatically freezes her bail denial until the appeals court rules on the appeal. Again, we need another word for appeal. It's also worth mentioning that her partner in crime, Sunny Balwani, tried the exact same tactic with zero success. He already began his 13-year prison sentence last week, and I cannot imagine it will go any differently for Holmes when all is said and done." Our second news item today, possibly a little more relatable, Americans are currently in a record-breaking amount of credit card debt. We're sitting at $1 trillion. At the end of 2022, we saw a $61 billion increase from the fall of 2022. And this surge isn't just spending, right? It's also the compound interest based on mispayments, which are now higher than they were pre-pandemic. This is a huge change from pandemic times, as 2021 saw the overall credit card balances of Americans actually drop by 17%, probably due to a mix of economic incentives like stimulus checks and also careful spending during quarantines. And let's face it, we just weren't really going out, were we? But now inflation plus the Fed raising credit card rates are undoubtedly contributing to these record highs. At this point, 30% of Americans have between $1,000 and $5,000 in credit card debt, 15% are sitting at $5,000 to $10,000 of credit card debt. And 6% have over $10,000 in credit card debt. And that 6% means 14 million Americans. So 14 million Americans have over $10,000 in credit card debt. And that number just rises with each missed payment, right? The fact is that prices are rising and most wages are stagnating, causing half of Americans to say they actually need their credit card for necessary expenses. They aren't making enough each month to spend out of pocket. They need those few weeks of leeway a credit card can give you. And a recent study also showed that 44% of Americans would need a credit card to cover an emergency expense of $2,000 or more. So it's more important than ever to understand the rates in terms of your credit card so that you can use it as wisely as possible. And just remember that credit card interest is always going to be the worst interest. Okay, time to take a trip across the ocean. Japan is experiencing an interesting problem. As its population continues to decline, there are 8 million and counting abandoned homes. Mostly in the countryside, these homes are called Akiya, which literally translates to abandoned house. And they seriously give me some like my neighbor Totoro vibes. If you ever watched that Studio Ghibli film, like this was my absolute dream house when I was a kid. Now, the majority of these are being auctioned for as little as $20,000, $25,000, and sometimes are even giving them away for free. These old houses aren't considered desirable in Japan. They're thought of as cold, dirty, needing a lot of work, which they absolutely do. And in some, areas of Japan 20% of the houses are these IKEA homes they are abandoned. So that means that a huge influx of foreigners have begun purchasing these homes through IKEA databases and the Japanese citizens helping them do so have hopes that seeing foreigners desire these properties might rub off on their fellow citizens. There are also incentives to purchase both American and Japanese if you are in your twenties and thirties, if you have children, they're really trying to get younger people in these like country rural communities to revitalize them. And honestly, it's not just a lapidated project project properties that are available like a move-in ready countryside home in Japan would run you about $50,000. I just spent way too long looking through all of these listings and literally if you had $50 to $70,000 you could buy like the most beautiful home and just live out your My Neighbor Totoro dreams in Japan. That's it for today. I hope you learned something. I will be back next Friday with more Becker Talks Money news and until then remember you can't work 24/7 but your money can.